let's talk about what you might be doing if you do feel the need to cool down. You might hit the beach, wade into the water, maybe go for a swim. Maybe you don't want to do that this weekend. Matty Boyko is a public health inspector with health protection with the Southwestern Public Health. And they've found bacteria at local beaches. Here is Maddie on the beaches that are affected. Yeah, so we sample uh, beaches all along Lake Erie. Um, So the beaches that are posted this week uh, are the main beach in Port Stanley, Little Beach in Port Stanley, Erie Rest in Port Stanley. Um, We also have Port Bruce um, that is posted, and uh, Springwater Conservation Area also has high levels of bacteria this week. Okay, and you get those through tests? So you just go and take water samples throughout the week? Yeah, so once a week, our team will conduct um, water samples. Um, We take uh, samples at specific points of the beach where people are most likely going to swim. Those samples get sent to the lab, and the lab will send us back the results um, based on the E. coli bacteria. Maddie Boyko joining us, public health inspector in health protection with Southwestern Public Health. So I think people are hearing this and thinking, what does that mean? What does it mean? What is the advice that we can give to people who might be thinking, Springwater, Port Burwell, uh, Port Bruce, I'll go to Port Stanley. Should they go into the water? So E. coli is a disease-causing organism, um, so it can cause intestinal illness if ingested or infections in the eyes, nose, ears, and throat. Um, So we do recommend that people avoid swimming um, when we do have these high postings of E. coli bacteria. And so when you have these, it's recommended not to swim then? Don't go in the water because it's pretty easy to get water in your mouth. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Especially for the little ones, the the kids who like to splash and drink water, um, things like that is um, an even higher risk for them. Maddie Boyko with us, public health inspector and health protection with Southwestern Public Health. Maddie, in terms of how long something like this takes to clear, is there any rule of thumb, anything that you've seen in the past? Yeah, so typically weather conditions, um, things like uh, really heavy rains like we've had in the last couple of weeks um, can cause high levels of bacteria within the water. So we typically say um, for up to two days after these heavy rains or if you go to the beach and notice some cloudy water, it's really rough, um, up to two days after that, uh, there could be high levels in there. Um, and we just advise to consider um reconsider swimming at that point. Um, We do resample the beaches once a week. So next Monday, we'll go out and we will resample the beaches um, and see if there's been any changes in the water quality. Maddie, where would this bacteria come from? Yeah, so E. coli is an indicator bacteria and it is um, an indicator that there's a fecal contamination within the water. So that could be from animals such as birds, dogs, things like that, or humans um, when they're in the water, or both. So when we're talking about heavy rains, would they be responsible for maybe taking some of that E. coli from, I don't know, where farmers' fields? Is that where it yeah. could come from? Yes, correct. Yeah, so the runoff from the, um, from the farm fields with those heavy rains can mix into our water, and then just with the, the increase of the, um, the waves can also mix in all of the bacteria, causing an increase at those times.
Maddie, what about the temperature of the water? Because we know that this week was the hottest on record on the planet. We didn't quite reach that in our area necessarily, but we did have some warm weather. Would water temperature make it more appealing for, I don't know, some of this bacteria to hang out and grow? Yes, you are 100% correct on that. So yes, the the bacteria do like that warmer weather. um, So that can play a factor into it uh, multiplying or having an increase in the water during this time. We're talking with Maddie Boyko, who's a public health inspector in health protection with Southwestern Public Health. There are flags on the beaches. That the best way to figure out when it's safe to go back in the water? So, yes, yeah, so we do post a sign um, to advise people at the beaches when there are these advisories. Um, we also post on our website at swpublichealth.ca um, all of our sample results, um, if the beach is um, safe to swim at or not, and those get updated each week. Uh, so you can actually subscribe to that page and get a notification every time we update our beach water sample result page. So if you like to swim at beaches in the area, that's a great thing to do. You can sign up for alerts. That's amazing. Yes, yes. Can we have that website one more time? Yeah, so it's swpublichealth.ca slash beaches. Beaches. You make it easy. Maddie, thank you for helping us to understand what's happening. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you so much, Mike. Have yourself a good weekend, too. That's Maddie Boyko, Public Health Inspector with Southwestern Public Health. So just to know if you're planning to head to the beach this weekend, keep an eye on the signs, sign up for those alerts, watch the flags. Probably don't want to go in swimming this weekend and especially keep the little kids out.